Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 808. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyismach at take10fortorah.org. Please share the podcast with someone else and please leave a review, preferably five stars. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Parsha begins in Parsha's Vayishlach with the statement that Yaakov sends to Esav. He says, In Lavan Garti Vaichar Adata. I have been all of this time. I know you've missed me, Esav, but I've been all of this time with Lavan. I dwelled there. Rashi brings two explanations for what does it mean, Garti? What's he saying in the word Garti? His first explanation is, I was just a ger. I was just a sojourner. I wasn't really there in any formal capacity. I didn't have any honor or privilege. And being that that's the case, don't worry about me collecting the brachos. Uh, and don't be bitter about the fact that I stole the brachos from you. Nothing has been fulfilled yet. Everything is okay and just as it was before. That's Rashi's first explanation, and that's the point that he's making to Esav. Rashi's second explanation is Davar Acher Garti Bigamatria Taryag. Garti is the Gematria of Taryag, which means uh, Taryag is generally uh, understood to be the 613 mitzvos. Taryag is actually the same letters as Garti, not just the gematria of Garti, but in that word we have the gematria of Taryag, Kalomar, Im Lavan Harasha Garti. He's telling Esav that I was with Lavan all of this time, and still Garti, Taryag Mitzvos Shamarti, I observed all the mitzvos, Velo Lamaditim Masav Haraim, and I did not learn from his evil behavior. And so he's sort of crediting himself and telling Esav, you know, if you thought that I was suffering from any sort of spiritual loss, I am not, and you still, I guess, have what to worry about. But this notion of taryag mitzvos, of there being 613 mitzvos, comes up very often. Rashi, in another source where Moshe is told to come up to the mountain and take the Torah, so Vayomer Hashem Moshe, God says to Moshe, this is found in Perak Chavdal at Pasuk Yudbeis, Vayomer Hashem Moshe, Ale Alei Hahara Ve'esham, come to the mountain, and you'll uh, be up in the mountain with me, God says. And you know what you're going to take down? You're going to take Es Luchos Ha'even Vahatorah Vahamitzvah Asher Kosafti Lahorosam. You're going to take the stone tablets, and you're going to take the Torah, and you're going to take the commandments that I wrote for you to teach them. And Rashi says something interesting. Rashi says, Meaning, even though we know that all he's going to be taking down is the Ten Commandments, all of the other mitzvahs, the package of 613, are all included in those Ten Commandments, and that's what Moshe is being told to take with him. How is it that all of the 613 are included in the Ten? So we know that the Ten Commandments are not actually commandments that are better or more important or more critical to be kept than the rest. Rather, the Ten Commandments are really just chapter headings or categories, and each uh, of the other commandments falls within the categories that are defined in the Ten Commandments. There's actually another explanation that Midbar Parsha Yud Gimel, says that, as a matter of fact, if you count all of the letters in the Ten Commandments, you find 620, 620 letters, and those 620 letters correspond to the 613 plus the seven days of the week. Other sources say that it is, corresponds to the seven mitzvot de Rabbanon, so 613 plus seven, and that equals 620. I actually asked somebody to count this once, and they successfully counted 620 in the Ten Commandments in Parsha Yisro. I can't tell you for sure. I don't think the person knew the Medrash, and I don't think they were primed to find that number, but they found 620 letters in the Ten Commandments, and so that's what it means that all the Ten included all of the 613, either categorically 
or alluded to there. Now that's interesting, but like, where does this idea of there being 613 mitzvos come from? So it actually comes from a Gemara in Makos. The Gemara makes two statements in the name of two different rabbis. First rabbi is Darash Rabbi Simlai. There were 613 mitzvos that were said to Moshe. There were 365 no's, prohibitions, that are corresponding to the days of the year, the days specifically of the solar year. And 248 do's that correspond to the limbs of a person. Okay, so that's statement number one. There's 613, divided into two groups. The do's are 248, the don'ts are 365, the 248 corresponds to the limb of, uh, limbs of the body, and the 365 correspond to the days of the year. This idea is, is very well known, this 248 corresponding to the, to the limbs of the body. There's a Mishnah Meseches Olos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Ches, which uh, deals with this in detail, breaking down the 248. Um, this idea of there being days tied to mitzvos and limbs tied to mitzvos is fully explained in the Medrash Tanchuma, Parshas Kiseitse, Simon Beis. Uh, the Medrash over there says, Amar of Ada, Ramach mitzvos asei yesh there are 248 mitzvos in the Torah, mitzvos asei duz, kiminyan ivarim sheba adam like the count of the limbs in a person's body. Listen to this. And every day, the limbs of the body, they're, they're yelling and crying out to the person, do us, do those mitzvos with these body parts, so we shall live and survive in that merit, and we will extend our lives. Similarly, the measure says, and there are 365 don'ts, like the days of the solar year, and every day as well, that the sun shines, until it sets, it cries out, and it says, I decree by the one who made you come to this day, do not transgress a prohibition on this day. Meaning each day cries out to us of the year, do not do X prohibition. Don't do this, don't do that. And so altogether, every day calls out not to make these mistakes and every limb calls on us to do these good things. The Gemara, which sources all of this, tells us that we learn this from a gematria. Rav Hamnuna, the second rabbi quoted in the Gemara, says, where do we learn this idea of 613 from? Or where is it alluded to? So he says, it comes from the Pasuk Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe. The Torah was commanded through Moshe. And that Torah, it says there, the gematria, the word Torah itself, we were commanded 611 mitzvos, and Rav Hamnuna assumes that two of them, Anochi and Lo Yelecha, the first two, we were commanded by God himself at Sinai, and therefore the 611 that we were given as Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe, plus you add the two which came from God at Sinai, and that equals 613. Now that idea of 613 comes up again and again, and it's not clear from this Gemara whether or not this was a tradition of 613, or is it from the gematria of the word Torah? This gematria is found in a variety of places we don't really have time to discuss. Uh, 
v'chaye olam nata b'sochenu, the words nata b'sochenu that we make in our Berchos HaTorah, uh, is Gematria 613, the words, uh, the word tzitzis is famously 600, plus the nat, plus the strings, equals 613. It appears in a lot of different places. The question is, how big a deal is this? We know that in the Middle Ages, over a thousand years ago, people began to write works devoted to figuring out what they were. Uh, what were the 613? We know there are a lot of different mitzvahs that a person should do. There are a lot of mitzvahs way well beyond 613. Thousands of situations, thousands of possibilities of good deeds, of things that you can and can't do that theoretically could be listed on a piece of paper. By 613, we're still limiting it to certain types of mitzvahs that follow certain rules of inclusion. And different authors throughout the Middle Ages had different definitions of what should be included and what should not be included. The Rambam wrote a famous work uh, in response to the Baal Halachos Gedolos, which wrote his own work and uh, tried to define it in one way. The Rambam wasn't satisfied. The Ramban took issue with some of the lists that the Rambam had included later on. In his introduction, he actually wonders about the significance of the list entirely. We don't really have anybody in the Gemara debating, hey, you consider that to be a mitzvah? So then where, what do you consider not to be a mitzvah? What do you exclude from your list of 613? That, that sort of benchmark of 613 is not taken so seriously through the course of defining mitzvahs as we have it in the Gemara, as we have it in the times before the Gemara. It's taken much more seriously in the Middle Ages. People would write books listing the mitzvahs. People would write poems that would express the 613 mitzvahs. But altogether, we have an obligation, and I think a mandate, to know what they are. The Chabetz Chaim spent time writing a Sefer Mitzvahs HaKatzer, which is really a summary of practical mitzvahs that apply nowadays. There are a lot of things that we don't do anymore. Tuma and Tahara, uh, things re- relevant to the Beis HaMikdash, he has only 77 do's, only 194 don'ts, equaling 271, which is really a nice reduction. And so you might want to go and take a look at the Sefer Mitzvahs HaKatzer. The Mishnah Brewer tells us that we should learn the mitzvahs, we should know what they all are. A good servant, as some say, knows what all the rules are. A good baseball fan, Lahavdil, knows all of the rules of the game, and, and they're never surprised by any situation. Altogether, even if we can't do a mitzvah, indeed, we should be able to do a mitzvah in speech, be able to speak of it, to be able to think about it, to be able to understand how it works, and hopefully in future classes we'll discuss some of this more in depth. Have a great day, and enjoy.